Okay. We have sound waves. We have lights. We have vibes. <laughs> Plenty of them together. All of the vibes. What's up, bridal babes? I hope you're ready to talk weddings with me in another exciting episode of your favorite wedding podcast, Bridal Buzz. I'm your host, Kat, and today we're joined in the studio by Jazzy, local wedding planner and venue coordinator. <laughs> it's the princess wave <laughs> from Princess Diaries. <laughs> Thank you for being here today. today. Yes, but for real. Yeah. Thank you for being here today. Um, we're going to be talking all things like, I don't even know what this is going to be titled. Something about budget, like budget hacks, budget friendly ideas, how to budget everything with money. Maybe the guide to budget brides. Yes. Something. Yes. All things budget weddings. Like really just, we're going to be talking about how do I deal with budgeting for my wedding. Absolutely. Do you want to tell the bridal babes a little bit about you? You've been in the studio before, not this studio technically, but right. you've been on the show before. Right. I am so grateful to be here. I know that, you know, you reach an audience that is so near and dear to my heart, you know, local San Antonio brides, um, you know, maybe even Hill Country, Austin. Um, that is really like where my heart lies as much as I would um, love to, you know, travel and do destination weddings at some point um, in my business. I really love seeing, you know, my native hometown brides be, you know, informed, encouraged, empowered to plan whatever wedding they want, you know, depending on their budget, depending on their vision. Um, I think it takes, um, a village mm. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. um, to really help brides understand that you're not in this alone. And I love that you are such a great resource Aww. for all of them. Thanks. And before I was the host, you used to be a bridal. Well, you're still a bridal babe. You're a bridal babe for life, bridal Always. babes, <laughs> but you used bridal buzz to help plan your wedding. Absolutely. And that just shows me like all the work that we put in everything that we've done is so helpful to real couples real brides like you and that's what just gets me through the day when I'm like oh. <laughs> going like what am I doing is any of this helpful like yeah. little things like that really remind me like what you do matters so. absolutely yeah so we're thankful for you oh <laughs> I'm thankful for you because like if not I'd just be talking to a microphone <laughs> myself <laughs> yeah <laughs> This would be just like a diary. Yeah. One of those fun podcasts that just go on an hour of somebody just talking and talking yeah. and talking. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if I could do that. I'm like, I, yeah, I can barely even have a conversation. I'm actually, I'm like, no, I need to stop saying that about myself. Yeah. I am a good Positive. conversationalist. Absolutely. I literally host a podcast. So anyway. The theater girls in us, I think is like, just like it's revived every time yes. we like press start and yes. it's like. We're ready. And I'm like, Action. what's up, bridal babes? <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I think we should have that as your intro. Yeah. I actually, I want to do, because I, I have the theme song, but I want to do something else, like, vocally with it. Like, oh my gosh, my headphones are just falling off my little head. But I want to, yeah, add some, add some vocals, something fun, like, that we all can sing along to. Yeah, a little catchy yeah. song. A doodle doot da bow, something bridal babes. <laughs> yeah something yeah. like that so anyway before we get into the stories about all things budgeting for your wedding mm -hmm. <clears throat> would you want to go over kind of like your basic 
what your basic guide would be if a bride or a groom or someone getting married came to you and said, hey, um, I'm totally shocked at the prices of the wedding world. And every time. yes, like <laughs> every, every time, every time. No, even me who had like three years, oh, not three years, like two years of experience in the wedding world. I was like, oh, okay. Um, we're going to take a step back a little a bit. Sticker shock. Yeah. Sticker shock. I literally didn't even know what that word meant until I was engaged. <laughs> I was like, como que? Okay? <laughs> whole new meaning of the word right there for you yeah um and yeah so weddings are a lot of people's first experience with that kind of sticker shock if they hadn't like bought a house yet or paid for their own college and things like that so what would your initial advice be for somebody that's like how do I start a budget (laughs) yeah absolutely I think there's a lot of different um layers one of the things that I really want to focus on for those that are listening is priorities. And you'll hear that all the time. Every time you like look up, where should I start? I just got engaged. Everyone will say, map out your priorities, yeah. right? Um, and I think that it's really difficult to make a budget when you have no idea, you know, what this, what the start line is. Like somebody in their mind can be like, Hey, I know that I initially want to spend this much, but then you start getting quotes and you're like, well, <laughs> apparently my budget is way too low. Yeah, apparently we can only afford to eat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I guess we'll have it in a park, mm-hmm. um, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. I want everybody who has, you know, I've worked with weddings that have a $75,000 budget and I've worked with weddings that have, you know, a $2,000 budget. So um, I love helping couples realize that you can have the dream wedding that you want. Um, yeah. It just takes a little bit of tweaking. It yeah. takes some maturity and realization um, of how your vision can be met maybe in a different way than than you thought. Um, and so going back to those priorities, I would say that if you're a bride and you're just starting to plan and you're trying to figure out what should I do with my budget, I'm going to tell you, let's not focus on a number immediately. Hmm. Let's go straight into priorities. Yeah. So you need to go ahead and make a guest list and then have like your A team of guest lists, you know, like absolutely like VIP. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like like if, if those people aren't there, you will be heartbroken you know, it will make such a difference. Yeah. And then you have like your B list, you know, that's like, I would love for them to be there. And if they weren't there, um, that would be kind of sad. Wouldn't necessarily like break my whole day, but yeah. you know, be kind of sad. Um, and then you have like, I hate to say C list, but that, you know, just people that it would be great if they could come, yes. like, you know, but you love if, them. You want them to be there. Yeah. Maybe even some of those invites that you're like, I'm not even sure you'll come, but I'm just going to invite you just yeah. to be I nice. want you to know you're welcomed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Make your guest list, separate it into those categories so that as you start to look at venues, which is going to be your next priority, you can really try to figure out, okay, this venue actually only can hold 50 people yeah so well great because my very very important you know people was only 30 and now i can take 20 from my b list you know just things like that um i think budgeting and feeling good about budgeting for your wedding and not feeling that overwhelmed is about empowerment it's about options i feel like so many people feel so disheartened and discouraged because it just feels like well my only option is a soup kitchen right that's great um (laughs) and now and now now you just you know that just all of those emotions just start coming just flooding you and you're just like i don't even know why i try so the big thing is gonna be options and the way you give yourself options is to kind of divide out what that really looks like 
So after you have your guest list, start looking at venues that are going to accommodate that. And not every venue is made the same. You first got introduced to me, Kat, because I, in addition to my planning and coordinating business, also work at a venue in the Hill Country. La Escondida <laughs> Celebration Center. <laughs> Perfect. Is that Yale, yeah. Yale's jingle, jingle from now on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to record it, put it in my yeah. pocket and take it with me. Yeah. Um, and you know firsthand being there that that venue is very different maybe from other Hill Country venues and, you know, any venue really um, is unique in their own way. You're going to have people that offer you tables and chairs and the space and that's it. You're going to have people that offer you something similar to my um, venue that I work at, you know, everything besides photography and alcohol, you know, it's, but we're also really flexible. So, you know, you need to look at your options with venues and figure out, oh, okay, this venue is a little bit over my budget, but the value that I'm getting, I'm also getting food. I'm also getting, you know, desserts. I'm getting my linens and my centerpieces and all of that's already in there for that cost. So in reality, I'm really saving money, you know, things like that. Um, I think that you should really take it upon yourself to look at a variety of different things. You know, if you, I know that you're wanting outside or inside, but I could probably talk about venues all day long, (laughs) but for the most part, it's really just realizing that, you know, in priority sense, you know, you have your guest list first and then you have your venue and then you start looking at things like food. You start looking at things like photography, have, you know, things that your wedding will literally just not happen without. Yeah. Um, And for some people that's only appetizer for some people that's catering, Mm. you know, a full meal. Really from there, you can kind of start to realize once your priorities are in place, that all comes back to now where is your budget gonna where's your budget gonna go right um because after that initial realization of okay my priorities are my guest count my venue my food my photographer you know xyz well then now i know that i'm okay with spending 30 percent of my budget in the first you know two or three categories right you know because that's what's going to go a long way what I want to encourage people to avoid, and I have I have a TikTok about it, uh, you know, and it's it's my most well-performing TikTok. And it's really just, if you have a small budget, don't blow it on this. And yeah. it's like intricate stationery and um, a champagne tower yes. and these elaborate seating charts <laughs> and things that um, you're, you, you either can't reuse after your wedding or are just like aesthetics right like you know aesthetics i know that even if that's like a really big priority for you you should be looking at maybe things that are like i said reusable or you know just can be donated or you know just things just options like i said options is where budget sweet spots are yes (laughs) yeah and if you are like an aesthetic focused bride groom going with a venue that has all the decor available like in those all-inclusive packages is going to help you so much in feeling like you can have your the decor that you're looking for absolutely but not breaking the bank to make it happen because like rentals outside of a venue <laughs> no shame to any vendor out there right. but it's just like you could pay two hundred dollars to rent a rug and it's like yeah but why because it just all adds up and yeah. you just don't even realize you're like oh i guess I <laughs> linens are a bigger deal than I thought they were. Exact each napkin is three or four dollars, you know, and it's like holy Toledo. And you know, some depending on your budget, which we'll talk about today, you know, that can either be um, okay, yeah, that's that's perfectly fine for us, or that can mm-hmm. be a 
we're just going to go with the free option, (laughs) the included option. My catering company had some plates and silverware included. I was like, great. I do not need to be renting, you know, fancy forks and things. Like, as long as we can eat, as long as there are utensils and people are not eating with their hands, we're good. We're happy. Never underestimate the power of disposable plates. Yeah. Um, There are beautiful acrylic clear plates that you can do mm-hmm. but you won't know that you just feel like there's all these expectations on you yes. until you just take a deep breath and realize when i'm thinking about my wedding day am i thinking about the plate i'm gonna eat on or am i <laughs> thinking about the floral centerpiece in front of me or yeah. am i thinking about my dress or am you i know? thinking about the person i get to marry <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, oh yeah that too <laughs> main priority i yeah. mean for most of us hopefully it's our main priority but yeah. um... sorry asterisk put that above <laughs> your guest count i guess well and like <laughs> Like, part of the show is, like, we're really talking about weddings. Like, right. Like, we talk a lot about love, too, but, like, like whatever. Like, your partner yeah. will be there, <laughs> yeah. but, like, let's talk about the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, like, an assumption, like, you wouldn't have said yes if this wasn't, like, great. So if you're still worrying about your partner issues, don't even just click, I'm like, click out now. Crossed. Get out of here. There are some <laughs> Delulus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, And then I had another question of, like, you kind of mentioned where people tend to waste money mm-hmm. or like where it can be overspent in certain categories, not waste, but where, what's the opposite? Like, what do you think people tend to underspend on that when it, actually looking at a well-budgeted wedding, it could be, you could put more money toward that category or like the vendor itself could charge more money for that category. Like what do you think is an undervalued vendor category? Okay. Um, not to be biased, but I definitely think <laughs> that planners and coordinators are up there. What? Um, That's what your first guess was? I love that. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I definitely feel like there is this idea, and it's not always couples' faults. I think it's culturally a lot of different um, opinions, but also like, you know, your mom is like, I didn't have a coordinator and I was just fine at my (laughs) wedding 30 years ago. And you're like, okay, well, it's a little bit different now. There's a little bit more moving parts. And mom, your wedding was a potluck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, you, you didn't have as much, I feel like going on. And, you know, I, like to create that experience of, you know, you're not even looking at your watch. You don't even know what time it is. You just know I'm having a great time. And I just think up behind you, I'm like, let's go get your cake. Yeah. Um, so all of that being said, I feel like planners and coordinators don't get, um, I think some of the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They don't get, I think some of the appreciation. And I think that kind of falls by the wayside sometimes that you're just so into planning and I get it. You're a type A bride. You're like, I have a binder and I have this and I have this. I'm like, that. that's great. There's nothing that's amazing. But you still need somebody, at least a coordinator to come in on the day of and just have a have an idea of what's going on in the kitchen yeah. while you're out there taking photos. Yeah. You know, have an idea of, you know, my linens were wrong or my centerpieces were put out wrong or, oh my gosh, no one put out my favors because you're not the one that's able to do it. Yeah. And so that's definitely something that I feel like is either underspent or just kind of underestimated in terms of that role. Right. Um, you know, like my bridesmaids will do it. And it's like, yes. well. Um... <laughs> and especially in that budget wedding category where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I'll just put this on you know, my sister or my aunt. And it's like, okay, well now their whole day is working your wedding, coordinating your wedding for you. Mm -hmm. And if love language is acts of service, then maybe they'll be totally happy to do that. But like, 
also then they don't really get to enjoy your wedding day in the same way that the rest of your guests get to right and if you could just spend that extra couple thousand on having somebody and i don't even know like day of coordinator wise how much that costs Mm -hmm. do you have like a good like middle ground of what that looks like i would say it's a pretty big range right now i know that there are people that charge you know between you know eight and a thousand for day of coordination um me being somewhere in that category i'm like seven something nice um so just because i know what it's like to be a budget bride and so i'm happy to offer it maybe a little bit of a lower cost um and i come in like maybe 45 days before and we can just get all of the loose ends just tied up that's so nice but you know partial planning and full service planning that can be you know like you said in the thousands of dollars range but that's someone that's keeping you accountable that's booking vendors for you that's like you you are out here living your best life being engaged and then this person over here is like actually working yeah and i would just say that you know going back to coordinating going back to your sister or your aunt doing that my biggest thing is that i'm sure that they can they're capable but just like with any vendor you hire for your wedding, you're really paying for their expertise, for their professionalism, for their problem solving, you know, just that's like totally different than most things. I agree. I think planners and coordinators, especially when you're on a tight budget, tend to be overlooked as something that's like, oh, we'll be fine. Oh, right. we'll be able to just take care of that. Right. And if you are able to hire somebody, it's totally worth it. Definitely. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that you will regret having an extra person there looking out for you, looking out for your wedding on that day. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just not one of those things. Another vendor that I would say would probably be photography and, you know, video, like in videographers, there is just such a level of, um, some people are totally aware that this is like a great investment and this is going to be one of the only things that besides my dress that I can take with me after yeah. the wedding. And some people know that already, but for, I think some of those people, cause I've definitely been there when they're like, oh, I hired, you know, this student photographer, I hired my uncle, I hired some, you know, somebody that maybe isn't the most professional. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I wasn't um, shot that many weddings. Yes. Yeah. I'm very leery about them. Like, yes. Um, I know that you want to save. I think there are other places we can save. Let's yes. save on food. Let's save on plates. Let's save on, on a lot flowers. of... Yes. Yeah. Let's save on things without compromising, you know, something that you're going to get back. Yes. And you're going to really have as the only memento from your wedding. Yes. So that's something else that I feel like needs um, a little bit higher priority in the budget category. <laughs> yeah. And also it's like... If you compromise on, you know, how many flowers you have in your bridal bouquet, that might hurt in the moment. But if you compromise on the quality of your photography, it doesn't matter what your bouquet looks like. Yeah, a lifetime of regret. (laughs) Not to be dramatic, but but it matters forever. No, for real. I think photography, videography, like you said, the things that last forever Mm -hmm. are where you need to be prioritizing your money. And I'm actually working on a couple of little things to be announced, Bridal Babes, um, where budgeting breakdowns will be included on kind of like, if this is your priority, this is how I'd break down a budget. If this is your priority. um, And I don't know how many different breakdowns I'll do, but right now I have a family-focused breakdown and then like a design aesthetic focused breakdown. So I feel like that's two very different approaches to wedding planning that I honestly wish I would have gone in with more family focused 
planning. Nice. Because that's what lasts forever mm-hmm. is the memories. I have no regrets about the people I invited, the time I spent, the activities, the experiences that we had. I do have regrets about certain design elements. I do have regrets about, you know, other little things that are on that aesthetic side. Sure. So it's like, huh, maybe I should have just been focused on the things that really matter. (laughs) But again, it's a DIFY world out there. And this episode is going to be so DIFY. Like, budget weddings are do it for you. So like, if you end up being like, you know what, I don't, I'm going to hire an amateur photographer and I'm not going to have a wedding planner and we're going to have dominoes in my mom's backyard with a preset Spotify playlist on. Like, that's amazing yeah absolutely i hope you have fun you know that's the most important part is that i hope you have fun and we just and i think that's the other big thing is that we're not discouraging that we just don't want you to feel like i just settled for everything yes i just had no other choice i had to do this yeah you know because if that's what you want go for it yeah go like that sounds great honestly (laughs) oh that sounds like like such a relaxing right day Mm -hmm. but at the same time we just want you to feel empowered enough to say that I budgeted well and I got everything I wanted or I may be compromised on some things, but I never, you know, just don't walk into your wedding day like, well, I didn't really want any of this anyway, mm-hmm. but it's all I could afford. So yeah, because that bitterness in yeah. addition to photos will be somewhat everlasting. Yes. <laughs> will be will be something that you carry with you beyond you the will, night. You will remember how you were feeling in those pictures. And maybe, I don't know, I'm like speaking from my own experience, you will remember in those moments how you're feeling. Um, And so picking the right vendors, committing to your priorities and not compromising on spending money on things that aren't going to make you happy are very important to just make sure like the vibes are right, you know, like vibe check, don't spend money on things that you don't need to spend money on. Exactly. Cool. Okay. Microphone drop. (laughs) So I'm like, do I have any other simple questions about budget? I know you said like simple questions. I'm like my five minute answers. <laughs> well, great. I'm so glad you asked that because. <laughs> Ooh, Alice, like that. Yeah. No, it was all of it was meat goodness. So steak and potatoes. Steak and potatoes. <laughs> five cost meal. Um, I sent you a wire transfer. <laughs> What is that a thing? From Anna, have you ever seen inventing? Oh, invent, yes. Yeah, I'd say that all the time. I was like, I sent you a wire transfer. <laughs> and, and is that like, do you use it in certain situations? I don't even say like, I'll Venmo or cash app you. That's just what I say. Okay. Instead. In that accent, every yeah. Time. Like, uh, I sent you a wire transfer for my Starbucks. I love that. <laughs> I have like, there's this line from Nacho Libre: "Get that corn out of my face." Yeah. Get that corn. And I use that for everything. Like if somebody's talking to me about something that I don't want to hear, I'm like, bro, get that corn out of my face. Like That's like my go to just like line for anything that I don't want to deal with. I'm like, yeah. get that corn out of my face. And like the opposite, my like my naturally very daily quote is like, it's the best. It's the, the best. best. <laughs> yeah. But just like, uh, it's like, it's the best. Uh, shout out to Jack Black and everyone else involved in that movie yeah sponsor us yeah <laughs> can you imagine bro if i was sponsored by nacho libre put me to bed i'm i'm done yeah you know successful success yeah i'd have like little luchador masks hanging everywhere in and here. you should just, t- just get rid of these cowboy yeah. hats who needs, who needs those? that <laughs> 
luchador masks hanging on the wall. Okay, catch you next episode. You never know what's going to happen. I've said it before. Every time you tune in, there's something new. Yeah. Just change all of your squares to red and uh, Oh, yeah, which if you aren't watching, you wouldn't know this, but totally reinvented the studio, have a new chair, put in new sound panels. It just, I feel like it feels like so cozy now. Oh, absolutely. Like, I I can cross my legs. <laughs> oh, this is the life. He's the He's best. <laughs> I agree. Okay, we are in our mid twenties. I swear, <laughs> I'm like getting on the late twenties. I'm like I'm basically thirty. I'm only twenty seven, but I feel no. like I'm thirty already. <laughs> no, that's what mid twenties were invented for. Mid twenties. Uh, okay. Also, preface: some of these stories are not just going to be about the couple's perspective on budgeting their own wedding. Okay. It's also going to be like, I'm a wedding guest. And there's budgeting mm. things. I'm a bridesmaid and I'm there's budgeting things. So nice. I wanted to throw in just a little splash of this, splash of that for everybody listening because not all bridal babes are brides. So right. people out there could be listening and they could be getting married in 10 years. Yeah, I know? love I loved your maid of honor bridesmaid segment. I Aww. loved that episode because I was like, those girls never get enough like help. Like I just, you know, some of them are like, I've never been a bridesmaid before. Like Literally. Like and straight up like duty you've been drafted yeah <laughs> drafted babe. it's your job to stand up and fight for the nation that is your bride yeah. <laughs> yeah no for real um and yeah bridal babes if you are having trouble choosing a maid of honor or if you are going to be a maid of honor and you want to know how to be the best maid of honor possible how to choose the best maid of honor possible little plug head to youtube watch my how to choose um how to choose your maid of honor i think that's the title of the video could mm-hmm. be wrong i don't know anyway Thanks for that. Of course. Okay. So first story is practically what does a 20K budget actually get someone? Far from a wedding expert and sticker shocked. Thought 20K would be a reasonable wedding, but hardly even covers most venues. About to have a potluck in the woods, but feel like renting chairs alone will put me out. LOL. Wanted a casual weekend getaway with a short ceremony, nice meal and dance party for 75 or so. Don't need a fancy dress, but want good photos. And that's it. Oh. Isn't that? Yeah. It's like, and I feel like any budget you have, you go in and you're like, oh no, like this amount of money that I have is not going to be able to get me right. the Maserati yeah. <laughs> and the caviar, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But at 20K is like, I don't know if Wedding Wire will say that's average, but I feel like a lot of brides that I'm talking to are in that 20 to 30K range. Absolutely. It's like very average right now. So not to be discouraged in any kind of way because there are options for sure. So tell me your take. I would say that I think a lot of it depends on your location. Um, Being a wedding planner, you just have um, a lot of insight into a bunch of different areas. And I would say that, you know, like, I feel like maybe somebody like from California would put that like, you know, $20,000 here is very different than $20,000 in in SoCal. Right. Um, So I would say that it just kind of depends, I think, on um, location. And for this person, I don't think she mentioned where they were, Um, but it may be true that, you know, you just need to take a step back um, and stop looking at maybe like maybe what do you want out of a venue and let's see what can offer that like on a on a budget basis right so you know i'm you know i'm not sure what venue she's looking at but i know that there are definitely venues 
even within San Antonio that you can be like, oh my gosh, this place is beautiful. And then you get the bill and you're like, oh, that's, you, it seems not as beautiful now. <laughs> yeah. um, it's a little tainted. And in reality, you just aren't looking in the right places all, right. You know, all the time, which is right. what you're here for, um, is to be able to kind of narrow down, you know, that's what a planner is there for too, is to kind of narrow down, this is what your budget is, you know, just like a realtor, yeah. you know, like this, this person's not taking you to million dollar homes when yeah. your budget is 300,000. Exactly. So you need somebody that I think can kind of, you know, put you in the right space for where you're where you're where you're going <laughs> that cat feeder every time i need to unplug it while i'm doing recordings <laughs> oh my gosh kitty food kitty food it's on ready. demand <laughs> yeah that's gonna be it because they're locked out of the room um but yes so I, I don't think op shares anything in the comments here but everyone's like Midwest, Midwest, Midwest. And so they're sharing like the difference bet- mm. between being in Chicago versus like 30 minutes outside of Chicago. Yes. And just within that range, like how different pricing can be. And mm-hmm. I kind of feel like in the Hill Country, it's hard because the Hill Country itself is like a destination wedding location. Definitely. So you can find a lot of expensive venues scattered around in the most random towns <laughs> that you've never heard of. Right. You know, y- your guests are going to have to shuttle 45 minutes from the nearest hotel. Right. But you can also find like Las Candida, places that are incredibly affordable, all inclusive, can host over 100 people. Right. Um, so it really you have to do your due diligence and like you said about the realtor like you have to like go on the knot and search by pricing like don't even allow yourself to look at the things on instagram you can't tell how much something costs right like a venue doesn't have a shop button where it shows you that it's a twelve thousand dollar 10 hour rental right you know Mm -hmm. like you have to sometimes they don't even put on their website right which stop doing that venues (laughs) vendors like please share your at least like like range yes show people where you start um because it's so important and honestly from a marketing perspective is going to make you more bookings so that's my piece of advice today for vendors yes anyway and and filter as well like i know that you know we love here comes the guide and all of the filters that they have we've heard from couples that feedback of you know i was able to put i want byob i was able to put that i want outside i want this like you know like really hone in on what do you really want a yeah. venue to offer you? Yeah. Because yes, you may have a $20,000 budget and I can easily name you four or five venues that will go above that, but you don't really need a second story and a casino and, yeah. you know, different things that you just don't, you just don't need <laughs> and they're great. But, you know, why are you looking in at places that don't have what you like need? Yes, going exactly. Back to priorities. Priorities. Um. So yeah, I guess like, for somebody with a 20k budget and it all comes down to what your priorities are Mm -hmm. but like uh, what would be a good kind of split on those basic categories of like this is what i'd contribute to a venue Mm -hmm. this is what i'd contribute to the catering to the photographer videographer like do you have a a general breakdown that you would suggest to somebody with 20k yeah i would definitely say um that you should maybe focus between um maybe about 20 to 25 percent um for venue plus maybe like bar yeah um you know most of the time venues will include that 
Um, if they don't include food, it will at least have something to do with their bar. Um, so between 20 and 25% for maybe venue slash bar and then like another, you know, 10 to 15% for, you know, like desserts, catering maybe a little bit higher, you know, can kind of be in that 10 to 15% range, um, you know, depending on your um, priority, depending on your priorities, of course. Um, yeah, because you can get Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, your guests will be happy. Yeah. Like, they're not going to be disappointed. Right. Yeah. Um, if they don't get like a chicken mashed potato veggie meal, I think they'll they'll survive. They'll be fine. They're going to throw the table and say, what the heck? Why did I even come here? <laughs> I was expecting wedding food. You know what? I hate you guys. <laughs> um, and then maybe like, you know, again, for people like probably another 20% on photography and, you know, 15% on a DJ and, yeah. you know, just, it, it really just depends on what your priorities are. But when I'm looking at, you know, as, as a planner, I'm looking at a couple's budget and I'm listening, you know, the first thing I have them do is fill out their priorities. Cause we're not gonna, we're not gonna move anything further yeah. until we do that. Yeah. And then that also helps you when cutting back. So, you know, if I know that guest experience is super, super important for my couple, then, you know, I'm not gonna, if we are approaching being close to the budget, I'm not going to say, um, I think we should take out the DJ yeah. or I think we should go down on the <laughs> DJ because that's a huge part of guest experience. Yeah. But I may say, um, I think we're going to cut back then on the florals because no, you know, people are going to look at your centerpieces and be like, wow. And then 15 seconds later, it'd be like, anyway, what I was talking about was blah, 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 yep. Um, You know, so things like that, it's hard to put a percentage on every single thing. But like I said, you know, I think that guest count and venue and food are kind of top tier for me, followed by like photography and DJ yeah. and things like that. Um, I told my sister-in-law who's planning a budget wedding, I'm like, look. As long as there's, like, food, water, and a place for people to use the restroom, like, yeah. that's the basics. Absolutely, <laughs> like, yeah. And then behind that is, like, a good DJ, air conditioning, um, place places to sit down also are in that necessary category, especially if you have older people invited to the wedding. You need, and for need welcome chairs. parties, <laughs> they, they were, like, planning on having it in their empty rental, and I'm like, you need chairs. Like, yeah. What are you guys going to do? Like, you're going to have all these abuelas just standing around, float, floating? No? We're going to do, like, Asian style. We're just going to, like, get some Little pillows. Cushions. Yeah. Just so everyone's on the floor. But all in all, I would say not to be discouraged just because the first couple of venues that you're finding or the first couple of photographers that you reach out to are, like, crazy more expensive than you were expecting them to be. Right. It's just like, okay, let's reevaluate. Maybe find a planner that is going to help you stay on budget, find the right things. I feel like that is the most helpful thing because it's hard if you've never planned a wedding before to just like plan a wedding and, you know, in potentially less than a year and a half or so. And so finding somebody who's going to have all the right solutions, take the stress off of your plate is like definitely worth it. You're like, yeah. Ding. Can't ditto. Jazzy. What she said. <laughs> and now looking um, 2024. <laughs> right. And it's like, hey, you looking for a budget destination wedding location? San Antonio. Absolutely. Um, there's so many amazing locations w- around the city. And like lodging is like more affordable than your typical city. I mean, um, if you're looking at Dallas, Houston, Austin, and Austin and yeah. us, yeah. I think we I think we know where we're gonna yeah. be. We're like, hey, all are welcome. (laughs) So yeah, 
check out all that jazz events and and kind of see if maybe the hill country is the right location for you moving on next story title is budget trouble my fiance and i have planned our wedding three times now and each time have had to postpone due to low budget we have yet to really sit down and hash out the details this time around but i'm nervous to even ask him as he seems very stressed about finances at the moment We're in the midst of fighting a custody battle with my ex, and that absolutely takes priority over a wedding. The attorney fees alone have put us severely in the hole financially, and neither set of parents are able to help out with much of that, let alone a wedding. On the other hand, I'd say we could just wait it out to the end of the court case, but both my parents are very sick, and my mom says they don't have much time. It would absolutely devastate me if they weren't a part of this special day. As of right now, it seems our budget may be no more than 5000 and no matter how hard I try, I can't seem to stay in the budget. I'm looking for tips on ways to cut costs without having to give up on too many of my dreams. I'm going to say that those are that's 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 a very real situation I agreed with. I definitely agree that you have your priorities as far as outside of being married. Um, you know, I'm, I'm outside of a wedding, I should say, but I also feel like three years or three different times. Let's, let's get it. Let's, yeah. let's get it going. There's never a perfect time. And in reality, the longer you wait, I'm sure she's probably maybe even, there's even carrying some of that guilt of like, oh, if I would have done it three years ago, the price would have been totally different. Now. Right. You know, and I would just say that. I think that is one of those like exhibit A scenarios where I think a really nice elopement style type of ceremony yeah. would be great. I think that you need to maybe get a really great dress um, like from Amazon or, you know, a used dress. Like I do the dress yeah. I do. Some, you sample know, sale. Yeah. Sample sale dress. Let's get his suit from like a department store. That's mm-hmm. going to look really nice. Let's invite the, you know, the people that are most important. She was talking about you know, family that doesn't yeah. maybe have that much longer or would really like to see her married soon. I think that that is when you literally go and we're going to reserve a pavilion at a park. Yeah. We're going to, you know, get a private room at a restaurant after and just, you know, have a nice dinner. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, I would say that the reception part of it, I think, is probably going to be super minimal. Focus on the ceremony, this yeah. time, this person that's been you know, with you through really these difficult times that you're going through. So make it about you guys, yeah. um, you know, and I love this idea of going to like, like a farmer's market or something. Have you heard of that? And just grabbing flowers for your bouquet, like, Aww. like, like making it like from this, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't need to have bridesmaids. You don't need to have groomsmen. You just need to focus on you and that significant other. And like you said, I think that can be done at a really beautiful restaurant. I think that a really nice, you know, either free or very, very, Ex- like in, yeah inexpensive yeah. ceremony so that way you can maybe spend some of that other budget on, right. on things like food and again yeah. like maybe 20 30 guests max yeah because um, five thousand, that's doable i know yeah. i was i was listening to her and i was like okay like i was already thinking in my head like well we could probably do 500 for this and like and then she said five thousand. i was like oh well that's a way bigger budget than i thought we were yeah. working with but again um, if it's like if you're in new york city that's, that's like nothing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know you're gonna have to go to somebody's like you know loft roof and yeah like, can, right. I, can i borrow this for just a little bit please you're like sorry grandma you can only access it through the fire escape <laughs> yeah. so you might not be able to come yeah. 
yeah, I guess in my my wedding planner, mine went straight into like San Antonio, and I was like, I was already like. So, like you said, definitely a budget-friendly place to get married, a little destination. Yeah. Um, But I I think that's really doable, and I would focus a lot on a very minimal ceremony. Yeah, just the sentiment of it, really. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't think, you know, I think maybe, you know, there are those people that kind of, like, elope, and then they have their reception, like, later. I know Mm -hmm. you've, you know, I know you've replanned it three different times, but maybe it's just time to kind of let go of that really... The, the big exp- wedding yeah, celebration. The big, yeah, the DJ and all, you know, all of these things. Yeah. I think it's just time to, you know, do the ceremony. Just yes. Get like, let's get married. Yeah. And then let's have a really nice intimate evening with some of those, you know, with some Important people. people. Yeah. Agreed. 100%. Because it is. It's like, what is my priority? She says it right here. Being able to get married before anything happens that would hold these people back from being able to attend. Yeah. So if that is your priority, I feel like any other dreams, any other kind of visions you've had for what your day is supposed to look like, you kind of just have to put to the side and say, maybe, maybe it will have a 10 year vow renewal that we can actually start saving for now Mm -hmm. and hopefully be able to get on the same page with her partner because that's a whole other problem that I'm, that's like a red flag. Um, yeah, are, I, yeah, it, I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to mention it, but I was like... Um, yeah. I mean, money is hard to talk about. Yeah, if you it's the are, number one cause for, you know, problems and issues in relationships and marriage mm, for a reason. Yep. And so I'm like, don't want to get in your business, but um, like trying to plan a wedding three times and then the budget being the issue every time but you can't even have a conversation about the budget yeah. is like really the, yeah really the red flag out. is the idea that you can't go to them yeah. at this time yeah. um because that either tells me that that tells me that your both of your priorities are in two different places yeah. you need to be on the same page and that's a whole like we could have an entire episode about just financial conversations with your partner <laughs> like oh yeah oh well, we have yeah. a few episodes we have a series on that one yes yeah because again like we're trying to focus on the wedding itself but like there's so much that goes into budgeting it's not just like oh we're gonna have a budget and we're gonna stay on budget it's like oh but i i had a vision that i was gonna spend more on my dress but now you're my partner is like what the heck you want to spend two thousand dollars on a dress and it's like right. oh well like, that's just what I've always imagined. And those conversations are not going to be easy, but working through them and just like getting on the same page, premarital counseling probably is a really great idea in this OP's situation, mm-hmm. not only because of the budgeting situation, but just because they are going through like a lot of traumatic stuff centered around their wedding season with mm-hmm. family sickness and things like that. Like premarital counseling is definitely going to help just make sure that they'll be set up yeah. for situations like this. Yeah. And like have maybe even, cause I know, you know, lawyers do this and I know that there are planners that do this. I do this, that you can always pay somebody for like an hour of their time. Like maybe hmm. you don't have the funds to have a full on planner, but maybe you can have like a consult call yes. and just say, you know, I'm, I just want an hour. I'll pay you for an hour of your time. Just try to give me as much as what you think I can do with this budget as yeah. possible. Because it sounds like they're also going through a lot of things that, you know, I'm sure like just looking at venues and, you know, is probably the last thing on their mind. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right now in the middle of a custody battle. Which is even more reason. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so incensed. I forgot about the custody part. I was just like thinking about the the parents. 
But oh. yeah, no, they have a whole child that they're like going to court over. Right. Yeah. Ugh. And that's, again, even more reason to just keep it low key. Mm-hmm. Because if you, if you want to get married at this time, it just, I feel like the only solution is to just do it super low key. Like maybe there's a restaurant with a patio that they can just close off from other guests or a park with an arbor, Mm -hmm. um, talking to a planner, finding out those spots in the city where you can actually legally set up a ceremony for free. Um, talking to officiants, like there's an elopement company, um, an officiant company in San Antonio, um, Texas wedding officiants that would 100% have all of the answers on where you can get married for, you know, less than a thousand dollars. Oh yeah. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm thinking of like a little piece of like the botanical garden or, you know, like just, you know, Japanese tea gardens, I think, you know, here in San Antonio is like a, a big place for people to get married because it's like... It's like a hundred dollars or like a couple hundred dollars or something. Mm. Just Um, to pay for that site for like two hours or something. Yeah. 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 And then you can have someone, um, you know, you can have a really nice professional camera, you know, set up. You can maybe, you know, maybe that's when you try to work something out with someone. You know, some most photographers offer a pretty great deal for like two hours for an hour, you know, because again, you're not having this super long wedding Mm -hmm. um and i think some of the things that hold people back from that is maybe just that initial guilt and shame um you know somebody once said and not somebody once said like it's like an abraham lincoln quote (laughs) or something but i I did see on you know i saw on tiktok i saw on the interwebs um (laughs) you know this person that asked you know what would what were weddings before social media right Um, and I, i still think that they were obviously grand i just don't think that there was as much um overwhelm like if you didn't get invited to the wedding then you probably didn't see those pictures babe. yeah you know what i mean you like, were like so, oh you guys got married nice yeah they're yeah. like there wasn't so much i think just straight up comparison mm. you know what i mean yeah like keeping up with the joneses yeah. mentality yeah. yeah like if you didn't go to that wedding if you were out of sight out of mind then it's cool but instead mm-hmm. now i'm inundated with every person's wedding i'm inundated with sophia richie's wedding mm-hmm. and now i'm like if this is what a wedding looks like, what am I going to do? Right. I don't have a live, I don't have the real singer like changing the name in the song yeah. for me. Meanwhile, they have a half million dollar budget for well, their wedding. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah, that their flower budget alone was three times your budget. Yeah, so, literally. Yeah. Which again, no hate and shame. Everybody has a different budget. But take away that guilt. Take away that initial, yeah. you know, just fe- take away that feeling. Um, yeah. I feel like we also grew up with like, I don't know if you watch this, like my super sweet 16 mm-hmm. and things like that. And my that. four weddings. Yes. Like yeah. TLC. Ju- I was like 11 watching that. And by the time I was having my sweet 16, my parents were like, okay, and you, you can have a thousand dollars to do whatever you want. I was like, that's it. How am I going <laughs> to afford the zebra and the DJ? And my and Hummer limousine. My Bentley. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. You guys aren't going to buy me a car with that budget. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. You know, I felt the same way about say yes to the dress. Like I would be watching and I'd be like, your budget's $1,500. Girl, <laughs> what are you doing at Kleinfeld's? What are you doing? <laughs> Trash. Yeah. Garbage. <laughs> um, and then like literally getting married in 2022, I was like, my budget's $1,500. Yeah. And I cannot go a dollar over that. Like, <laughs> like I was like, that's so much money. Already yeah. on literally so much money. <laughs> so much money yeah um and diy do it for you if that dress that is a couple 
thousand dollars makes you like the happiest person in the world and it respects your budget respects your partner and the way that you guys are managing all of it then do it wear wear the dress wear the dress but if you're gonna be like looking back on that three thousand dollar ticket and being like yeah buyer like we could have gone another week of honeymoon with that money you know like yeah so just don't feel like you have to rush into decision making for your wedding too i feel like when i started planning my wedding it was uh, like early 2022 Mm -hmm. yeah and everyone in the wedding world was like it's about to get wild. Yeah. Welcome to the boom. <laughs> yeah. Like, Two million people are getting married yes. this year. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And it was like, oh my gosh, I have to book my venue. I have to book my planner. I have to book my photographer or else I'm not going to have the people. I'm not going to have my dream wedding. I'm going to let it all slip through my fingers. And it's right. like, I, you know, there are some people I'm glad I booked early on, but also I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was so toxic for me and every other person planning a wedding. Right. It was like Black Friday running into Walmart and like, yeah, but it's, people died on yeah, the way in. Imagine you know? that anxiety just like for months and months and months on end. Like, Literally. like, like it was, it wasn't, it's enough. Like it's like being in the Taylor Swift queue. Like imagine <laughs> that anxiety, like forever yeah, like like for just eight like, months yeah for yeah. just planning and planning and planning you don't need to yeah and that is the type of things that lead you to decisions that you will regret yes and that's what we to overspending avoid. early on before you really hash out your priorities and yeah to booking based off of what you see on instagram instead of checking like oh well how do they compare to the other prices of people in this vendor category on the knot or wedding wire or mm-hmm. you know other local guides that might be able to have that information yeah um but it just never if you feel pressured to make a decision don't do that (laughs) don't make the decision don't do it and another thing that i just want to say that i recommend maybe you don't have a full service planner you're like i'm gonna get a coordinator and the coordinator typically doesn't help you look for vendors and things like that you know they're Mm -hmm, there mm -hmm. to make sure that the day runs smoothly your rehearsal runs smoothly you know to put the dot of the eyes and crossing of the teeth yes i have to think about it for a second what I've seen that I really enjoy is maybe having like your sister or your aunt or somebody kind of get the initial quotes mm. so that you are taken out of like the emotion of it that like all of the upfront I, shock. Yeah, like I emailed my dream venue and it's just and you know, versus that you know, if I were to have you do it for me, you're like they came back with ten. It's not gonna work. I love But that. I did find this other one. Um and so I think that's a really great idea is to kind of remove yourself yeah. from those from those things. I think there's nothing wrong with asking venues up front emailing them saying this is what i'm interested in and a good you know a good venue is not going to give you the runaround yeah um they're going to say you know this is what it is for this time for this rental you know weekdays versus saturdays things like that and then you can go thank you so much we Mm -hmm. will be in touch or you know just thank you yep have somebody else do that if that is you know because i'm thinking about people that suffer from anxiety or just that type of pressure that's like well, I emailed them and I just feel so bad not responding and not, and I'm like, right. just have somebody else do it. Yeah. <laughs> then, then have somebody that loves you and cares about yes. you. And everyone knows that once you get engaged, everyone is like foaming at the mouth of like, how can I help you? I know. And it's like, I don't even know how I can help myself. So, right. Um, you know how you can help me? I'm going to give you these list of venues that I'm interested in. Can you find out how much they are? Yes. Can you find out what the starting cost is for this DJ or what the packages are? And then you and I can sit down and we can look at them. And that way you don't have the pressure of like a vendor being like, so you're going to book or yeah. like, are you going to book? Yeah. <laughs> also like off of that, like 
it's so hard to fall in between working with vendors and like relating to being the bride. Yeah. Because on social media, you'll often see vendors being like, when you know when the couple ghosts you and you spent all this time sending an email and all this and i'm like why are you publicly shaming potential clients like that to me is not a cute look yeah um and shaming other vendors for things that they do i'm like just keep it to yourself like your mother already taught you once if you can't say anything nice don't say anything at all so i couldn't agree more i think I, i did see something on tiktok and i won't name them but i was just like I was like, is this what your platform is? Like, right? are you serious? That's like, that's who you want to be out here? Yeah. Like, why okay. Why would, like, why? Yeah. Just why? Yeah. There are plenty of brides to go around. Um, and there's just no need to bat, to put somebody down. Like, like that, like that vendor will unfortunately probably just learn the hard way <laughs> um, that there, you know, there are things that you tweak and do. And there's a reason that there are people in this business for two years and people in this business for 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. But there's mm-hmm. no reason to yeah to put people down and and pressure people i hate i hate that right you know the pressure of like you better book in the next 48 hours or kiss us goodbye right it's like yeah and i do appreciate like consistent communication but there's a difference between checking in and like like breathing down someone's throat like when are you gonna book me you know yes 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 sorry that was probably really scary if you were (laughs) listening (laughs) it was it was i was like it was like whoa (laughs) Um, fun fact, I took a voice acting class in college, so I really enjoy it. Yeah, okay. she could be in a haunted house. Like <laughs> Welcome to my house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That flow rider song. <laughs> it's like Welcome to my house. Nice. But it's like, but like the Halloween the version. scary version. <laughs> Spooky. Um, okay, so top comment on this one is honestly, as much as this probably isn't what you want to hear, I'd postpone indefinitely until your custody case is finished or at least more stable. I imagine it's a stressor emotionally in addition to financially. I don't know what the wedding of your dreams looks like, but very few dream weddings are achievable on $5,000. At that price, I'd be saying no more than 15 people, civil wedding at a courthouse, and then a nice meal afterwards at a restaurant, which can still be a beautiful w- wedding and day but depends if that's what you want and even that might be difficult on 5k and immediately i'm like you just want to postpone indefinitely or are you telling her to literally have exactly what we said yeah (laughs) which which one is it but also like this is like maybe a two thousand dollar wedding that they're saying 15 people civil court and dinner after yeah unless you're going to a brazilian has (laughs) packages that are less than five thousand dollars for all inclusive yeah we have we have an elopement style package for 20 guests or less that includes like a cake and punch yeah like you get a whole freaking venue like hello ceremony your and marie's event center has packages like there are places out there and this is what will get you down as a bride or somebody planning a wedding is one person will tell you that's not possible yeah and it's like yeah like we'll literally give you like some of the most basic package and be like and that's probably even gonna be done yeah and it's like okay who are you have you planned a wedding (laughs) have you you know been in a wedding Mm -hmm. like how what gives you the right to even be saying honestly not possible your dream wedding not possible for five thousand (laughs) dollars yeah okay yeah if you know certain dream weddings you know that are from barbie land and pinterest but like you can have a beautiful day a beautiful evening for five thousand dollars absolutely easily yeah like and I mean, to play devil's advocate, again, the person that's commenting could be like, I always go back to like the SoCal brides. I don't know. Like, I don't I, I think it's because I'm in so many Facebook groups as well. That's like, I'm in SoCal. 
and i mean like for like the most like for like my wedding with hot dogs it was ten thousand dollars like, <laughs> um but it I'm was like, like la and they were like gourmet hot dogs <laughs> yeah. you know vegan yeah. and some like the mark Wahlberg. Of they were like smoked hot dogs <laughs> like anyway brioche buns yeah um <laughs> But, you know, so so to this person's, you know, defense, I guess I would say, you know, maybe where she is at, $5,000 is not doable. But I definitely, I just, I'm not one of those people that believe in postponing. I don't believe in just letting something as trivial as money stop you from at least doing something that is important to you. You know, there, you know, there are people that get, you know, ma- marriage is one of the things that happens literally all over the world in whatever country you're in so you know there is it's a range yeah um i don't think there's ever something where you know you just you you just can't do it just just postpone it definitely it's never gonna happen there's no black and white yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, so op ends up responding to that comment and said tell me tell me there are a few things i've managed to cut costs on already We know people who are so incredibly generous in cakes and catering that have offered services for free. Wow. That's huge. We also have connections to some discounted pricing on photography. Okay. Well, I hope it works out. I've managed to find a beautiful venue for only $500. See? And I already have my dress. Just looking for tips on how to cut costs on the rest. What do you mean the rest? (laughs) You're... (laughs) You're sad, babe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get married. Yeah, go do ten dollars a month on Spotify Premium, so you don't have to listen to any commercials while you do go to playlist. the spa. Like, <laughs> go get a facial, girl. Yeah. Um. I mean, and she okay. said, "I'm hoping to get the rest put together in the five k budget, but it's honestly hard to even commit to that with the custody case in the air. Sure. We have a court hearing in a few days that will hopefully give us a better picture of a timeline and costs for our case. But in the meantime, I'd still love to be able to plan the wedding." And then someone goes, what else are you wanting? Dress, cake, venue, food already covered. Um, And then OP deleted their response to that. It was probably something like, well, I want, you know, porcelain china and floral bouquets on every table and hanging lights and a string band and uh, Daniel Radcliffe to be our officiant and... That would be so weird if he was an officiant, but anyway... (laughs) I'm like actually not the best personality if you officiate a wedding, <laughs> but anyway, because um, I was gonna say I was like I was like I was, I was like if you have some room left in your budget, I mean getting free catering is is huge, huge. like that takes up a huge chunk, and you already you only spent five hundred dollars on your like like I said those like what I was talking about before with percentage percentages, you have huge percents left yeah. in your budget yeah um so. You know, you and just because your budget is five thousand, like she said, doesn't mean you have to spend all. Of, you know what I mean? If you end yeah. up spending three and you have everything you need, take that two and apply it to the lawyer at the custody case, right? Or go put th- it in a college fund, yeah, for, for your kid, yeah. Or just take a <laughs> vacation. You know, once this custody case is over, to right. like just save breathe, for the honeymoon, you know, like a little late honeymoon. Yeah. You know, you don't have to spend all of your budget on your wedding just because that's what you budgeted for. That's very interesting. Yeah, I guess the only thing, like, I guess when I was when I was thinking about what she could have said, I guess before we realized that it was deleted, I was like, I mean, if you want to get some mason jars and some candles from the dollar store and, <laughs> you know, go to your local grocery store or Trader Joe's because they have great flowers at Trader yeah. Joe's and go pick up, like, a co- you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you could some do that. Yeah, you could spend, like, $200 yeah. on that. Yeah. But, again, I don't. I don't know what else you need. You're set. Yes. I agree with that person's yeah. comment. That's Needs like, are covered. Yeah. Yeah. 
so basic from here it's just like yeah do you want to does the venue have a bar do you want to open or offer a cash bar do you want to have you know mixed like you know through cocktail hours covered by the couple and then after that you know what else is the priority besides or do you want to invite people afterwards to go to a bar do you like not even want to serve alcohol yeah like totally fair point dry wedding and you can meet us at the bar afterwards you want to buy us something great if not you know whatevs yeah and like it just all comes down to what it what else am i picturing in my dream wedding you know besides the necessities and how can i make that happen with Mm -hmm. the money that i have left and do i need to make that happen or can i just wait and save this money put it toward a future event that is like a 10-year vow vow renewal or like a housewarming or any other big life event because you getting married is a big deal but it's not the biggest deal ever like right that's sorry Sorry to bring it down yeah (laughs) there will be other big deal moments throughout the rest of your life which is great because if you don't think that there is that's when post-wedding blues is like so so bad because you're like i'm only gonna go down from here and it's like yeah well just think about how sad that would be it's like i peaked at my wedding i peaked (laughs) like that's it like you still have the rest of your life like that's gonna be great amazing moments not that your wedding isn't wonderful and up there but why would you want like the end-all be-all moment to be that one night right (laughs) yeah you know Mm -mm. so anyway okay let's move on to our next story that one was kind of spicy right well yeah and it's also like every people had different opinions in the comments which people are people are heated when it comes to weddings like that is a topic that will just get people like you know, and I think, again, there's different things culturally and there are different things generationally that just feel like just, you know, there's somebody like a boomer that comes in and it's just like, I just don't understand why everyone has to be spending so much money. I, you know, like it's like I think it's like I just I don't know why I have such a parallel to like realtors and houses and like the people that's like I bought my house for 13 cents. And, right. You know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, that's great. I grandpa. just to shake on it. <laughs> no contracts back then (laughs) (laughs) yeah things are different by the way we have the internet now yeah have you heard it (laughs) (laughs) yeah so different like i hate that one ipad commercial it's just like a little rant i always have where it's like what are you looking at your computer what's a computer like oh my gosh you're telling me that you're that young that you're like i don't even know what a computer is i just know what an ipad is yeah (laughs) bye that's that's my boomer rant it's like me as a like get off my lawn rant it's like you know what a computer is please yeah. stop oh my gosh okay so this next story is gonna be from a wedding guest perspective okay so buckle up pop your corn poyo drink and let's go <laughs> title is bride invites me to wedding and expects me to pay for venue haven't spoken to her in two years by the way So this friend I made in university and I were once close until she got engaged two years ago and cut off all her single friends because she's too good for single friends and can only have engaged or married friends, lol, according to her. I haven't spoken to her in two years since that and have since gotten over it since it's been a while. I get an email today that I thought was spam. Turns out it was a wedding invitation, not personally from her, but from her coordinator inviting me to their wedding. 
At the bottom of the invite was a bill for $400 to pay for the venue, plus $150 for the meal. I know this varies around the world, but where I am, the bride and groom or maybe their family pays for the venue and food, not random people you don't talk to. 20 people in total were invited to the wedding. You could see all the emails in the sent to bar, so I guess she's pretty much only inviting me to help pay a cost. I would never have the balls to do that to someone, especially after telling them we can't be friends because you're engaged and can't have single friends. And no, I'm not the kind of friend that parties or drinks. She cut off any friend she had that wasn't engaged or married. I now know what they mean when they say, quote, weddings bring out the worst in people. Could you imagine? Where are your engaged and married friends? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Where are all these people that you were surrounding yourself with? Yeah. And that were totally like affirming you charging your wedding guests to attend like that that's normal or something i like i almost like there's a part of me that just feels like that's i'm not gonna say that's not real but a part of me is like (laughs) is like did she mean to have it on there like are you sure that it was like an invoice (laughs) like a wedding guest invoice i'm like show me the receipt yeah like yeah like i kind of want to see it because i just have as a coordinator like i don't even understand how that coordinator like was like i'm gonna do this you know like how do you not talk to your bride and you're not like how are you paying for a coordinator, but you're not paying for your venue or your food? Yeah. Like make, like make that make sense to me. Yeah. Like you're um, having your coordinator send out your invitations for you, which I don't know if that's normal. Like maybe like putting the stamp on it and like, you know, but yeah, not like actually being a like, mock-up hi, I'm the coordinator of blank. And I would like to invite you to this wedding. It's like, what? Like, are you hosting the wedding? Yeah, I kind of just want to see the email too. Because I'm like, is it just like a literal like... Show me the email. <laughs> is it just typed out? I want to see it. Yeah. Forward it to me, please. Dear blank. <laughs> it's just an email template. And then, and then like, you didn't even have like the courtesy to do like one by one. You like, just like, let's just do reply all. Like, yeah. like let's just, every, like, just, let's just see everybody oh that's in the, gosh. was in the box. That is just, that is wild. I had, I don't even know if I have a response. Because yeah, it's like, I mean, and I, they're not really asking anything. Of here course not, because they know that they're completely justified. Yeah, they, they're like, I just want to put this on documentation somehow. So yeah, I don't they just it. needed the world to be aware. Like, I just think it's wild. Like, I, I can't imagine being in the couple's shoes planning the wedding, being like, oh yeah, we'll just have our college friends that I haven't spoken for, to in two years yeah, pay for our wedding for us, like. I don't know what blog, what influencer, what they're on that is yeah. telling them. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you have a coordinator that's yeah. like, sure, I'll I'll do that for you. <laughs> totally. well, that sounds like a great idea. And again, I don't know. I almost feel like that is a joke. That has to be a joke. You haven't even spoken in two years. Like. <laughs> That like you always hear this on the opposite end. You always hear the person I haven't talked to in two years is like, "Can't wait for my invitation," right? Um, and you're always like, "No, sorry, Uncle Freddie, it's not yeah. gonna happen." But you never hear about I haven't spoken to them in five years, and here's my invitation. Like, just just had to have you. You know, I'm like, was it sent on April Fools? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. If yeah. not, I'm concerned. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So piece of advice, don't charge your wedding guests for honestly anything like maybe besides the bar. Yeah. Unless you want to have like a cash bar 
um, or you know, your you, the wedding's at a hotel and they need to pay for their room or something. Right, but like, right. other than that, like we're not we're not getting a yeah. receipt at the end of our meal and tipping the waiters. Yeah, you at one hundred and fifty dollars, what meal am I getting? <laughs> I oh, know, honestly, like, like, I want lobster. I want steak. I want like caviar from yeah, a, a beluga yeah, whale. Like, like I'm choosing the food, right? Since I'm paying for it. Yeah. Like a T-bone <laughs> tomahawk. Tomahawk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I think my catering was like 30 to 40 a person. And it was still like on the top end of what my catering company yeah. was offering. Yeah. I can't even imagine what 150 a person for food only. Like there's no way. Yeah. There's absolutely no way. Yeah. I don't believe it. <laughs> Fake news. Wrong. <laughs> Canceled. <laughs> okay. So... There is an update. Oh, okay, wait, edit. Okay, after I declined to her coordinator, the bride messaged me asking why I declined. So I had to give my response. And then edit. The audacity to check. follow up. <laughs> why would you say, this is a great deal. What Can are you doing? <laughs> How are you passing this up right now? <laughs> it's only $550 to attend my wedding. What the heck? Um, update. So after she sent me the message asking me why I declined, I just said it's impossible to finance that. She didn't say anything after. I spoke to the mutual friend. The mutual friend isn't going, but was told about the mandatory payment prior to the invitations going out because basically like other users here suggested, I was like plan C of people to invite and she really needed people to come to this wedding because the venue gives her a discount if the quantity of people reaches a certain amount. That doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know, the space, it's going to be the same size. But if you have more people, we'll charge you less. Like, what? Anyway. Sketchy, sketchy. Yeah. Everyone in the sense. wedding party is not paying. So I was like a last resort type thing. Basically, like so many of you suggested. Since we're all age 23 to 24, not everyone who she invited was able to pay in the first place. So, yeah, she was like, who's next on the list? Oh, yeah, Shades of Cool, which I guess is their uh, Reddit name. <laughs> okay. I was like, it's not a very interesting name. Really I guess she thought I'd forget about her reasoning for cutting off her friends, but I don't. As for everyone wondering who the fiancé is, no one has met him. Not even the mutual friend. But he was in charge of a club at our university, and I've heard he's kind of a bad guy. So I guess she realizes, like, you can't just cut off friends and send them that years later. That doesn't work. But she wanted to try her luck. He has a lot of friends as well, so I think his friends overshadow hers, and she just wants someone there for her. But no, you cannot harvest and bear fruit from a tree you never watered. Philosophical. Wow. Yeah, this is, like, one of the weirdest wedding stories I've ever heard. Yeah. By far. Yeah. Also, I was totally thinking I was ready to be married when I was 23. And, like, it would have been fine. But I'm really glad I waited till I was a little bit older. I just feel like I'm in such a more grounded space as a human being that I would... Anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> like maturity. Yeah. Is- I, think, I think it definitely makes sense that... Um- I mean, maybe I actually think I would have expected something similar to like asking guests to pay if they were like closer to like 18 or 19, because um, <laughs> that would make more sense in my opinion. I don't know. See, this is why weddings are so interesting, because you have something like the 
last one that we heard, not this, not this one, but the last one that we heard that was like $5,000 budget postpone indefinitely. And <laughs> then you have somebody that's like, postpone i will just charge people to come like <laughs> like i like i no matter if i don't have if i don't have yeah. the budget i'm gonna make the budget yeah like two I, different types of brides yeah like just uh yeah just um i i'm at a loss for words wild yeah, yeah. when in doubt don't charge your wedding guests and like don't make it public who like who you're sending this email to all at the same time and and make it obvious that you guys are like a b list c list last minute add 20 people to the list type of idea which again is such a weird thing like i've never heard of a venue that would do that that doesn't even that doesn't make sense to me personally i'm like for like for what like what what would be cheaper if there are more people present right. for the venue. Yeah. Yeah. What could you possibly be giving away? Like you like you still need security. You still need like you like I like there's nothing that equals more people, so less money. Like there's just there's not I'm sorry, there's not an equation in the wedding world <laughs> that equals that. Yeah. Brain does not compute. Yeah. Honestly. I'm like lost with that one. Yeah, lots of like, wait, what? <laughs> Moments. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So I think this is going to be our last story of the day. Okay. Title is Realistic Bridesmaid Budget. Need an opinion here. I'm 24 female, a bridesmaid in an upcoming wedding, and feel like expenses are really piling up. Between the dress, matching shoes, matching jewelry, accommodation the night before, bridal shower contribution, gift for shower and gift for wedding, and more... It's becoming a lot to manage. I am a teacher, and while I can budget for those expenses and afford it, I feel like it's adding up into a really high range. I've been in a wedding before as the maid of honor, and even then my expenses weren't this much. What is a realistic budget as a bridesmaid, or what have you paid? Thank you. Dangerous question, I think. (laughs) What a a big open-ended question. Right? It is so like so dependent on who your married person is. Like what kind of lifestyle do they live? Yeah. Um, if they live a bougie lifestyle, they're not gonna be satisfied with the DIY low budget alternatives. That's sure. just and if you know that your bride or your groom is a bougie person and you don't want to be spending the kind of money that they like to spend, you might just want to sit it out. You might just, or just say, Hey, like I'll be a bridesmaid, but if you're expecting this, 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 and this from me, I'm not going to be able to show up in that kind of way. Like I'll be there for your wedding. I'll, you know, I would love to help in some other way. Yeah. Or like, I'll wear what you want me to wear. I'll do this and that, but I'm not going to spend, you know, a thousand, two thousand dollars to go to your bachelorette party. I'm not going right. to be buying you a gift for every single event. Cause honestly, I don't feel like bridal party members need to get the couple a gift. Like, I don't know if that's a hot, hot take, take, but they're already giving so much to the couple with their time and their resources. Like, I do not, I, I would not expect anything from my bridal party members to be given to me right. as a bride. You're 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 so sweet though. At the like, like I guess like, yeah, like but just... I'm like they're already spending so much <clears throat> to participate. Like, is that not enough? Like, you're also going to require them to get you napkins for your dining room table. Like, come on. I don't you know? know. I think I, I think you could go either way, but 
<laughs> like that's fine i don't know i wasn't one of those brides that expected that you did that i just i think it just depends the type of bridesmaid that you want i you right. know like there are some bridesmaids that truly like they don't really do anything but show up and drink at your yeah. wedding you know and so yeah maybe i do expect you to kind of put in a little bit more effort you yes. know because maid of honor is a totally different category as you know go watch the youtube video yeah but uh, i just think the open-ended question of like how much did you pay it's like of course you're gonna have somebody that's like i only paid 30 dollars because she let me thrift my dress mm-hmm. and and it was right next door to my house yes and our bachelorette party was not even overnight yeah exactly (laughs) so and that's again why it's like every it comes down to the couple that you're celebrating definitely and also that couple the bride needs to communicate very clearly from the get-go took the words out of my mouth as soon as you invite your bridal party to participate in the wedding you need to have some sort of guesstimated budget Mm -hmm. um ready to go for them yeah and like I think when you're young, it's really easy to be overexcited and just be like, "Yeah, I can't wait to be your bridesmaid." And we, yeah, and then you're like, like, "Of course, I'm your, I'm one of your closest friends. Of course, I'm going to be a bridesmaid." Yeah. yeah, And then you're like, "Oh, actually, like, uh, this is not in my budget, or like, yeah. this is going to take away from other things that I'm financially planning on doing." Right. And like, you don't need to be, you know, not contributing to your savings because you're being in a wedding. You don't, you don't need to go into debt to be wearing you know whatever designer dress your bride wants you to wear Mm -hmm. so i think having those conversations both people communicating like what their expectations are it's a huge deal um and i would i think the big thing too is that if you know that you're a bride that demands a lot then you also need to be okay with people with, with everything not going your way. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't be demanding and controlling. Yeah. You know, because come on now. Which is like so, so hard because the brides who are like that are like not the yeah, type that yeah, are going to be like, yeah, it's like oh, this, that's those fine. two characteristics. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, you can't pay for the Hermes bracelet. Oh, that's fine. That's cool. No, no I guess we don't need to have a Birkin bag for yeah. every single bridesmaid. <laughs> um, you know, because I feel like that's something I tell my brides a lot too that I'm like, I think, like, are you, like, first of all, be very selective with who you pick um, for your bridesmaids, your groomsmen, less is always more. Yes. Yes. Quality over quantity. And I also think that you should have an established conversation of whether or not, are you going, like, is this like, you know, is this like a ride or die type of situation in terms of a bridesmaid? Or if this person can't make your bridal shower, if this person can't um, make your bachelorette, is it like a make or break? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, cause I think there are, there's a way that you can approach as a bride looking at your girls and being like, if you can't pay for that, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. I don't think, you know, I don't think we all need to be there i don't think we all need to yeah. do this you know because like, because i get as a bride you're like i don't want to compromise just because my friend's a teacher and i'm a lawyer so therefore i have to put everything down on somebody right. else's budget right but also be flexible enough to understand that you don't make as much money as i do so no you don't you don't you don't have yeah. to not everything has to be exactly the same yes. you know to have the same set of standards and expectations for every single person you as the bride can be lenient enough to say you know, that's fine. If that person isn't going to go on The Bachelorette, you're going to be missed. 
I'm really sorry. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like there, I feel like I see so many TikToks of brides that are like, I just can't believe they didn't make it. I just can't believe my bridesmaid did this. Now, granted, there are like some that are warranted, of course, but some others that I'm like, it just sounds like you just, I just want to be super controlling, honestly. Mm, yeah. Um, well, and you want, yeah, you want like, the whole world to revolve around you. Yeah. And, and I get it. You're the bride. Yes. Like you're usually a bride just once. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I just, I, I hate because it's a, it's a reality that people will lose friendships. They will, you know, that type of stuff happens during wedding planning. And I just hate to see it over something frivolous like bachelorette parties yeah. and different stuff. Like there's yeah. a difference between somebody not supporting you and somebody not willing to, you know, get, you know, customized jewelry for your wedding. Right. You know? Yeah. That they'll never wear again. Yeah. You have to be understanding when you put requirements on other adult human beings like, <laughs> that everyone lives their own life and like the n- people aren't just going to drop everything to be able to do what you want from them mm-hmm. and that's just on growing up is realizing the world doesn't revolve around you just because you're the bride and it's your wedding sorry yeah like sorry you, break. you have to deal with reality still mm-hmm. like there's a level of sacrifice there's a level of humility that is of course expected and should come from your bridal party but it's not like you can't ask someone to give up themselves and their own life priorities Mm -hmm. to to put you in the spotlight that's that's where i see people entering into the bridezilla category because like i don't want to believe that bridezillas exist because i think every bride has a reason for having the emotions and like communicating the way that they do but there is definitely territory where it's like, you need to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> You're being too loud. You're being too loud. Uh-oh. But, oh, oh. Um, so. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I want brides to know that they have, you know, it, sh- it should feel like a very special moment for you. But you may want to check yourself if the only way you can feel special is by making everybody else feel miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well said. Mic drop. <laughs> Boom. Um. Okay. Yeah. So the top comment is: This depends on too many factors for us to be much help. A quote: Reasonable budget is any number agreed upon by all parties in advance. Who is this mature person? Did you, did you comment this guy? Is, is it that <laughs> comment or you? I think they deleted their account, so it doesn't say who it Aww. is anymore. I know. I hope they weren't shamed. We can't find you anymore. Um, they said I have personally paid between fifty thousand and four thousand, depending on my age, stage of my career, time 50? of year. Fifty dollars and four thousand. Okay, yeah, not fifty thousand. <laughs> I heard. I heard fifty thousand. Yeah, I was like, say, come again. You like? Did you all invest in a, a duplex together? <laughs> did you? Did you, Did each of you like go in like on a mega yacht? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Um, so remember that you are allowed to say no. You are a friend doing a favor, not a servant or a bank. If you don't have the budget for a shower right now, don't go. If you can't afford to buy new shoes, ask the bride if you can wear some you already own. If you can't afford the fancy resort the couple picked, tell them you will stay at the cheaper Airbnb down the road. At some point, you need to advocate for yourself and set limits. The bride can only bulldoze over you and your budget to the extent that you let her. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. For real. And nobody can make you do anything. Period. Poo. 
DIY, even if you're a bridesmaid. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That I feel like some brides feel like you you agreed to be yeah. my bridesmaid. It's yeah. like you know, like I'm the bride. Like I control everything. It's like Ursula and Ariel. Like, yeah, you, like it's like a like a soul contract. Yeah, it's like chill out. Well, I was <laughs> telling my mom because she was sharing with me the story. She went to a wedding and. The bride at that wedding was like disappointed that not everybody wanted to go to the after party and all this stuff. And mm. my mom was like, I'm going to bed, you know. And then yeah. the next day was able to have a conversation about it from both sides. But like the night of it was not the right time to be like communicating through it. Right. And I was like, OK, yeah, mom, like I get your side, but I also get her side, too, because the night of my wedding I was r- upset that some of my bridal party members left the after party early. I was like, what the heck, guys? Mm-hmm. This is my one wedding day. Yeah. And you're leaving early? Do you even love me? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> what kind of respect do you have for me? As, you know? And yeah. then, like, after the weekend passed, I'm like, oh, I was totally, like, overreacting. <laughs> even, like, going and see – because they were all hanging out just, like, at the fire just they just needed to leave the music they needed to leave the social they just needed to like sit down it's, and get in it's pajamas. honestly such a long day for your bridal yeah. party as well like yeah and so i told them immediately that i was like upset that they left and then i like apologized for being upset and was like anyway we're moving on but like i i felt the Good. need to be like then nice to see you guys are still awake <laughs> you know like must be nice yeah like didn't i didn't expect you guys to leave the after party so early you know but anyway love you guys so let's hang out for the next four hours and go to bed at six in the morning anyway um but it is it's it's very hard to with bridal brain um differentiate between like logical emotions and illogical emotions you can see that so and especially in that like last month leading up to the wedding it is like someone came up to me and was like about this conversation we had i was like what did i say to you (laughs) like Um, i i told you that like i i knew i was wanting to but okay yeah i guess we did have that conversation and that was a week before my wedding and i'm sorry i was very heated sometimes bridal brains are bold like they're just like you know what i'm just gonna say it yeah and just like emotions are so over all over the place that i felt like the need to release a lot Mm -hmm. in every direction um so yeah (laughs) told a lot of people off the week or two before my wedding um so you're just done with the bs i was i was over it i was ready to party literally like at my rehearsal um i think it was the my designer from my planning team came up to me and she was like so like do you want you know how do you want the family to exit after the ceremony i was like raylan i don't care i'm done it's answering questions i'm done deciding things you decide if they're gonna walk out in a special thing whatever if they're not i don't care i i'm ready to have my wedding yeah. i am done answering all of these questions and she's like okay i got you i was like thank no you worries. yeah like th- like my wedding is in 12 hours i don't need or not 12 hours like 24 hours i don't need you asking me this question right now mm-hmm. i'm done i'm checked out i could like see it in your eyes like yeah. just like <laughs> like and I, people were running late to that rehearsal and I was just like, like, I'm ready to, cause it's like the first thing that starts the weekend off. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, okay, we got to be on schedule anyway. Well, I'm and you're, and you're like, and I think that you and I are so similar in that way that I think that like vibes are a very big deal. So like, you know, just getting off on the right foot, yes. I feel like is really kind of the, um, domino effect yes. um, of making sure that everything else goes into place. So with if if this starts off chaotic, it's going to feel chaotic. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but I can't feel 
and at any type of great time if there's chaos going on so you know what i mean so it just i could totally understand no I, yeah i didn't from. feel settled in until i was like on the bus to our dinner with a drink in my hand and i was like okay we're gonna get to dinner on time and then from here on out like i know the rest of the weekend's gonna be fine but it was just like are we gonna get to dinner on time like jackson's dad's gonna be like where are you guys you know we're paying for anything a whole thing um but that wraps it up for our stories for today. Um, all in all, I think no budget should be seen as a limitation when you are walking into... Unless it's a dollar. Unless it's one dollar. <laughs> you cannot even get a marriage license for that. <laughs> for, yeah, you yeah. have to have at least $75. Yeah. I think in the state of Texas is what it costs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the minimum budget. Maybe, I think it's 80 now. What? I think it's gone up inflation yeah. let's Which just say are... let's just say a hundred dollars yeah yeah a wedding yeah. budget needs to start like $100. you need gas to get to the court you need yeah yeah you have like, to pay for those hours you know that yeah. you're taking off from work you need a little amazon dress or something mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so at least a hundred dollars to to officially get married yeah um and then everything's up from there mm-hmm. you know from two thousand to like you said two hundred thousand dollars like the sky's the limit and it all comes down to what are my priorities and how am I going to stay focused on those mm-hmm. throughout the event? Having a coordinator throughout the process, having a planner yeah, that is cool. going to lead you in the right direction. And honestly, like spending that extra thousand on somebody who's going to be there from day one versus just the day of. Like imagine the money you save making sure you're working with the right people, you're staying on budget, like honestly in girl math you're you're saving money by spending <laughs> honestly money. yeah so and i i say this i think every time i'm on this podcast but when it comes to weddings everything is on this teeter-totter of um if that's the right word or this yeah. seesaw or the seesaw <laughs> i should say of either time or convenience hmm. or time or money i should say yeah so you know what's gonna save you money is gonna take more time yes but what's gonna save you a lot of time probably gonna cost you a little bit more money yeah so you know i think you know in terms of those that are considering a coordinator or considering a planner there are so many options like i said you can even ask to pay for somebody's coffee and their time and an hour to kind of get focused um you know and whatever works within that budget for yeah. you but it, it goes a long way to have somebody in your corner um i like to take a really nice approach to my clients that's like you know even if you just want to vent you know and you can't vent to your fiance and you can't vent to your parents Aww. and you just want to leave me like a 10 minute voice message <laughs> of just like <laughs> and i'll be you know and i'll listen to it yeah. you know i'll listen to it and i'll help where i can um but if you just want to basically just tell somebody that you know isn't super close to you because they're going to be like i can't believe you're complaining or i can't believe this like right. you're not going to get that from me. right so i hope that you have i hope every bride has at least somebody in their corner that's i know like that. and if you don't like have the ability to hire somebody to be in that position i am here to be your cheerleader i am here to be your wedding i don't know consultant and whatever like maybe i will get into wedding consulting i don't know <laughs> I want to be hands off. I want to be helping for you. the people by the people. Yes, That's for you. the people. <laughs> and actually, um, my I think my middle name Nicole means victory for the people. Really? And my mom's been walking me th- through like my name meanings and everything. And I'm like, okay. Cool. And I love that it's not just like 
self victory. It's like victory for all. Yeah. Dun, da, da, da. That's like that's like yeah. It's pretty that's, special. That's your whole foundation right there. Oh, <laughs> victory for you. You get victory. You get victory. <laughs> but okay, so last thought I was gonna say, because um, earlier you were mentioning like if you it's if it's gonna be emotionally taxing for you to take on these you know coordinating and vetting all the vendors and all these things if you are a diy bride and you struggle with delegation Mm. i highly 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 recommend you get that planner you get that coordinator (laughs) because it is going to be so much more emotionally taxing for you to to ask like because i know there are people who it's so painful to ask for help it is so hard to also like give up um your control yeah um on these little details especially on your wedding when you have such a vision it's like well how can i just trust that this person's gonna set it up the way that i want it or how can i trust that they're gonna you know advocate for me in the way that i want it and it's like if that is something that you know about yourself and you're planning on being diy you can still DI most why, um, <laughs> <laughs> but have someone like Jazzy, even if it's just that 45, 60 day out coordinator yeah. who's going to be able to say, okay, this is your day of timeline. And these are those important people, your mom, your maid of honor, blah, 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 that are going to be, these are their responsibilities. Like, Definitely. And they're going to be able to communicate directly with them instead mm-hmm. of it being all on your shoulders to say, you know, hey, mom can you do this and that and maybe your mom is not good at taking a delegation like that and she's yeah. like oh you're gonna expect me to go to the grocery store and pick up your cake and i'm your mother you know and it's like <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that acting class really paid off one voice acting class but like 15 years of <laughs> being on stage so i'm like show me the lights camera action baby yeah. uh, uh no i love it and i've loved just being in the studio and just kind of like being more myself like there was just something about working for another company and being the host for someone else's company that I felt like yes I was being me but it was like a restricted version there's a difference between being like an ambassador and being like you know I am the brand the brand is me the brand is me yeah (laughs) exactly hi I'm the brand (laughs) um but yeah I would going back to just what you were saying about planners and coordinators definitely and if you're a type a person um, you know, you can, you're, you're certainly welcome to, you know, box everything up in this bin and this is table one. And then you take a picture of it and then you show your coordinator, this is yeah. how, this is how it should look. This yeah. is a binder of everything. Like there's no, I have, as a coordinator, I don't feel like you're stepping on my toes or something. If this is what's going to make you feel prepared yeah. as a bride, then Unless great. they're like looking at your, whatever you're doing for them. And they're like, actually, um, I know how to do this better. And you're like, honey, I've done five, I've done this 500 times. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's my only thing is that when you hand over that binder or that information that you want me to have, you're handing it over. Right? Yes. Okay. I know how to follow instructions. You can't micromanage yes. how I follow those. Yes. You got to let it. Will get, it will get done. I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's my only thing. But other than that, you can be as type A and as DIY as you want. Just have somebody that you can release the reins from on your wedding day because to work it and to enjoy it is just i just don't think is really possible it's really hard to do both it is really hard to do both so that's i think that's probably the biggest recommendation of the day Mm -hmm. is like no matter your budget if you have it 
if you can hire the planner, hire the coordinator, because mm-hmm. like they are going to help you figure out how to optimize the rest of the budget that you have left to make the most out of your wedding day. So thanks for coming into doing. the studio, yeah. Jazzy. Um, I already said your Instagram handle, but if you just want to say it one more time and like let them know where they can find more from you. Of course. Um, anywhere that you're on socials, all that jazz events, all that jazz events.com. Um, if you want to learn more specifically about my services. Um, and if you're looking for a hill country venue, I definitely recommend um, you'll get me as your day of coordinator already included when you book La Escondida celebration center in Helotus, texas yeah so um you know it's like a, a bigger bang for your buck yeah <laughs> bada bang bada boom the best yeah. of both worlds wow <laughs> i feel good i think i think you're gonna have a lot of good sound bites yeah um, from this episode no, there will be really good clips um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we go viral you yeah. know <laughs> catch us with millions of followers <laughs> after them <laughs> Thank you so much, Kat. I really yeah, appreciate you having me. Of course. Me. And Bridal Babes, um, let me know what you think of the new studio space in the comments. DM me with your questions and your stories. As always, the buzz does not stop here. So find me online as well. TikTok, Instagram. Um, I might be starting like a Reddit, like a subreddit soon for everybody to leave mm. their stories um, publicly. So V-O-P. stay tuned for that. <laughs> Um, and with that, we'll see you next time. Adios. Bye-bye. Bye. Ta-ta for now. Bye.